Ladies and gents, boys and girls, dogs, cats, chickens, ducks. <laughs> well, not ducks. You forgot dogs. Yeah, fuck yeah, ducks. Fuck yeah. Hashtag yeah. fuck you ducks. You forgot dogs. I'm kind of dogs, cats. Uh, we back. Your favorite podcast from the MIA Yo. TPSG, the physics study group, and we back for another week. And it's your boy, fresh out of the clink. <laughs> Dramatic, a.k.a. Crawl Daddy. In the new location. In the Lou location. You know the feds. Feds taking pictures. Right. And who that is to my right? I, I can't see. Oh, oh. I got cataracts. <laughs> 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 we got the cure for that. <laughs> we do cataracts. It's your boy David Bowman, a.k.a. Chico Fantastico. That fantastic Chico. Fantastico. And to my right, I got... What's going on, everybody? This is Sir Black Stallion the Third, a.k.a. Flocka Zulu. And chilling to my right is... It's your boy Shabby Ranks, a.k.a. Prison break. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are a real one for that. Real. One. Hey man, I owe you my life, dog. Hey. I'm gonna name my first child after you. Where? Shabby Chopra. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you already gonna do that? Shabby Chopra. Wow. Well, now it's not solidified. Shabby Chopra, it's over, man. That's a crazy. That's a crazy ass name. For real. Anybody Any- try him? Where? I won't. First of all, I wouldn't try nobody named Shabby, Shabby Chopra. <laughs> yeah. You say Shabby Chopra? That means like you liable to get a body before you leave. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we's back. We all back. As a full 100% podcast. And um, you know who's also back, guys? Who's back? Dave Chappelle. Dave, Dave yeah. Chappelle. Yeah. My dog is back. I've been waiting. I've oh been waiting. God. So long. Like the tax return, I've been waiting. <laughs> can, I, can I say one thing about of this? Of course, absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, witness someone who never sacrificed their integrity. Right. Yep. Said, fuck the system and trying to make me change up what the fuck my vision is mm-hmm. and decided he was going to stick to it. Caught a lot of flack for it. Probably had a slightly rough what, 10 years? It's been since he's been seven? out? Nah, more than that. Nah, he said he's 10. Away. In one of the stand-ups, he said it's been 10 years since he played LA. Played LA, but yeah. since he's been on TV, what, he left like 04? And for it to come right back around full circle yeah. and get this crazy-ass deal it's, 60 it's million for two specials, though. Word. Let he didn't kids, miss a beat. Stick to your guns. Shout out to Netflix. That's anyway. See, kids, that's what happens when you protect the integrity of your name mm-hmm. and your art. And your art. Cause, Absolutely. Because if you out there. It never lose its worth. Word. Because if you're out there just selling out to everybody, your name won't hold as much value years uh-huh. later. P- like, this man makes jokes off strength of just who he is. Word. Yeah, like, straight up. Think about it. He doesn't have to try as hard. <laughs> yeah, because he's already just naturally funny. Because he can build off of what he's already got. Yeah. Because he kept, it's his thing. And the craziest part about his stand-up is that he stayed relevant. Exactly. He talked about shit that happened. That's going within on. His, it's going on currently yeah. and within his 10-year hiatus. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he was, even though he was going through that shit, he was still paying attention. Because like I said on the last podcast, he said stand-up is his true passion. Mm-hmm. So I guarantee you, within those ten years, he was working on jokes, and True. you know, perfecting his craft because he know he's gonna have these specials. True. Word. I don't think you really lose it, simply because I mean, as a, as a stand-up comedian, you're you're looking at everything that's going on, and you're you're dissecting it, you're taking it apart, and then you're yeah. making it funny. You're, mm-hmm. It's social commentary in a sense. You feel me? Yeah, you're, absolutely. You're, you're yeah. taking the things that seem that seem outrageous to you, and you're and you're putting in a different light for people so they can think about it and look at it a little bit differently. True, true. Word. And the thing with those specials, 
Um, they're actually not like they're actually a couple years old. They're from like the years where he just came back to doing stand up. Yeah. But he wasn't really like in the limelight that like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So you said like the, the the newest one is like a year old. Yeah. Wow. That so makes he, sense though. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. he's working on a, a a new one now. So this is just uh, us a catching creep. up on the on on what we've missed really. Wow. Yeah. Thank you, Dave Chappelle. Word. Yeah. Thank you. We thank don't deserve you. it, but you gave it to us anyway. Word. I mean, for those of y'all who don't know, man, pretty much all of us were in high school when Dave Chappelle. Middle. Had his show. Oh, you was in middle school. I, I was, was in high school. school. No, we were in high school. We were in high school. Well, it probably had, yeah. Wait, wait, did Chappelle's show stop 04 or start 04? I think it stopped in 04. Because so I was in like 10th or 11th grade when it ended, Bruh, which was like 04. We were, we were freshmen in 04. Okay, so there you go. I was a yeah. sophomore. So Dave Chappelle started while he, so while, it, start, it started when I was in 7th grade. While some of us were in middle school, elementary school. It's, it's a staple of your childhood, really. It's a staple of our childhood. You're right. I forgot. I would say that like. Our, our comedy is mostly based off Dave Chappelle and Boondocks. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Just saying. Because they weren't scared to talk about anything. Yeah, exactly. And that's what our generation is about. Yeah. We about being transparent. Mm-hmm. Dave yeah. Chappelle might be our Eddie Murphy or our Richard Pryor for that matter. Yeah. No, he's, he's our Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Yeah. He's our Richard yeah. Pryor because... He was socially I, conscious. Yeah. On top of that, if I'm not mistaken, sure. because what's funny, Richard Pryor is my father's favorite comic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think he told me, like, uh, the same, the same with uh, Chappelle. Like stand up was his niche. That was his favorite thing to do, more yeah, than true. acting and doing movies and whatnot. Mm. And you can so, tell. so I just looked it up. It ran from January twenty second, oh three to oh six. January six. Yeah. July twenty third. The last episode, those those lost episodes, they yeah. aired like real quick. Yeah, remember that was we like know. damn near a year after mm-hmm. after the, the second ended, season. Yeah. So was, if you call it, it ended oh five. Someone yeah. like that. And if it was 05, I was a sophomore? No, because I remember I was being a sophomore. I, I remember oh, no, you, you were you, sophomore Yeah, you were a sophomore. 04, 05, sophomore year, yeah. I, I remember mm-hmm. being in high school and listening to Chappelle and watching Chappelle's show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that makes and sense. And he had a lot of, re- they was playing the reruns and stuff after yeah. that. Yeah, true. Too. That's, that too, but I remember, like, new episodes. What's even funnier is, is that nobody early. gives a fuck about Carlos Spencia. Sorry. Oh, because he's a joke stealer. Oh, what's the name? Called him out for that shit. Um... Joe Rogan. Because, uh, you know, yeah. I didn't... Growing up, I knew Joe Rogan from Fair Factor. Yeah, I didn't know. Joe yeah. Rogan is a stand-up comedian. I had no he idea. He has roots in stand-up comedy. I didn't, no know, idea. I didn't know that either until, but what, two, three years ago, he made that video Netflix. about how... Yeah, he made that video about how um, Mencia was uh, stealing jokes. Yeah. And he... <laughs> that was hilarious. Uh, Mencia was at a show. This nigga ran up on stage on Mencia and called him out. Yeah, look it up. It's on YouTube. Who, Joe Rogan? Yeah, Joe Rogan spoke about it on his podcast, and then he ran up on stage on Mencia and called him out. Nice. But and then he spoke about it again, or it could be the other way around, but still. Comedy like hip-hop, man. <laughs> but then, then Mencia always had that, you know, it, it was like a that, that one gimmick, the little... That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he wasn't really all that funny to me. He was Got a little old quick. He was His brand of comedy got old very fast. Like I found myself, I found I found myself laughing at his stupidity more than his jokes. He probably let he just let Comedy Central fuck him. <laughs> probably, <yeah. laughs> probably, all the Comedy Central. But then a lot of ran a train on his ass. Yeah. <laughs> so learn from Dave Chappelle, y'all. Yeah. Keep Bro, let your Comedy shit. Central fuck you. But a lot of these, a lot of these personalities that you see. Shout out to Miley Marge just stepped into Miley the Ma, studio, Miley aka Ma. the backyard. One and only. 
know what I'm saying? But a lot of these, um, a lot of these personalities you see, John Stewart, yeah. like a lot of them, like got their, um, you know, come from stand up. Most of them do, as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, you stand up is really like a, a like a basis for, you know, a lot of entertainers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like because it's like it's when you it's like if you're if you're a rapper stand up is you is you is you freestyling on the lunch table yeah, yep. yeah. you know what i'm saying yep. so it's like you know that it's 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 the basis where you exactly. build exactly it's like stand up is where you fill out your crowd like stand up is your closest connection to your audience exactly. like absolutely yep. that's why Dave Chappelle went out to these little clubs randomly here and there mm -hmm. and he would just do stand up just go up on open mic or some shit and just do stand up all night and um that that's how you get your jokes in man that's how you fill out your crowds in different regions and um mm -hmm. it's, it's it's almost like re it's not almost it is research mm -hmm. yeah in another form but yeah, yeah um you guys yeah and um speaking of stand up like i think his two most famous stand ups was killing him softly where he had uh uh one of the most popular jokes in it was a Sesame Street joke. Um, and then he no. had the one, yeah, that shit was classic. <laughs> and then he had the one, um, uh, For What It's Worth. Mm -hmm. That was his, one of his latest ones where he, um, yeah, he had a couple classic jokes on there. When he talked about when the, he was on a bus in San Francisco and the dude took a hostage. A yeah. homeless dude took a hostage masturbating. <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and, um, oh, no, he I, had so many classic I, bits. I remember where I was. When I first listened to that Sesame Street bit, oh, yeah. wow. and I died laughing. Wow. And this is how I know I was in high school, cause I was in Span. I was in I, I was in ninth grade. Uh huh. I was in Spanish class. <laughs> I, it was before class started. I was sitting on top of the desk with a CD player. Uh, CD player. Non skip. Non. Anti skip. Go. Oh Extra man, cause you buck them up. But, but <laughs> <laughs> that shit eat your battery, man. Yeah. But it was worth it. it you could run. It. For real. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Walmart for sponsoring the free. We'll get into that story uh, another. Yeah, another whole other story. Yeah. <laughs> Back in those days, but <laughs> nigga had burnt because we there was a time where you could get like. You could get the the special chopped up mm -hmm. into tracks. Yeah, I yeah. it onto a CD. Yeah. And I was listening to it. I was. I, I just remember dying laughing <laughs> in Spanish class. Just like sitting on the desk before it started. Just like crying laughing. I remember the the same Sesame Street bit. That was the first one of the first YouTube videos that I watch constantly. Mm. Yeah. Just be like, I want to hear that shit right now. Let's hop on YouTube and find that shit. And I don't watch that shit constantly on my phone, on a computer, computer at school, computer at home. Just constantly watch that shit. That shit was so hilarious. I want some smack bird. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some smack, I'm smack bird. bird. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> Sesame Street is a terrible place. I never want to go. <laughs> he said, I wouldn't go if I knew the way. <laughs> <laughs> he said, oh, he said, um, this is he's walking around. He says this character Oscar. You treat him like shit. <laughs> They're like Oscar, you're a grouch. Like, bitch, I live in a fucking trash can. I'm the poorest nigga on Sesame Street, and nobody's helping me. <laughs> Great man. Oh my god. And I know I couldn't walk through 
one week in high school without hearing somebody on randomly in the hallway go, I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> For real. How many niggas have said that? <laughs> oh, more than I can count. I know. I lost count. <laughs> in high school. <laughs> we, we used to go in the drive-thru. And like when we got our food, I'm rich, bitch, and peel off <laughs> from the McDonald's, <laughs> thinking he was funny. After when ordering really everything off ass. the dollar menu, the dollar menu name. You probably <laughs> fucked up that guy's night. Where, hey man, let me get two McChickens, a value fry, and a value drink, and then drove off singing, yelling, "I'm rich, bitch." What would have been even better is if you did that and accidentally swerved and crashed into the stop sign right outside. Damn, bro. Embarrassing. <laughs> Where, really? Oh are. damn. Dumbass kids. <laughs> <laughs> and what's and what's crazy is like we grew up on Chappelle and he's an OG now. Like yeah. Kevin Hart and all the upcoming artists look up to yeah, him. Like he's their favorite. Nigga, we saw him with like when he had a little thirty minute HBO special. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's, it's just crazy. Like he he and like, like you said earlier, he kept his integrity. He Word. kept his integrity. Like he remember when on Oprah where he said I wasn't gonna wear the dress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He talked about all the stars that weird like sorry, weird. Wow. That wore the dress. Like he, he kept his integrity and he he had no shame of talking about it. He's like a nigga from the block that just yeah. happened to get f- f- rich and famous. And didn't change. And didn't change at all. Exactly. At all you man. know what I'm saying? At all. And and the new I know we've we were citing jokes from the old old specials, the new specials, they're they're good. You know, and I mean? it's like, new shit. The new yeah, shit, yeah, is funny. Things. And like, it not only talks about new shit. He talks about new shit that happened to him. Yeah. Mm. Like he, like, um, in his two recent stand-ups, he more talked about how, like his um his fame. Mm. Like he always said, "Oh, but I'm Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. My kids, their father's Dave Chappelle. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. he yeah. he more recognized his fame oh, in yeah. these news in these new specials. He 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 knows it. He he he's, he tells it for what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he's he's so real to where like even with that, like he'll just tell you how it is. Because mm-hmm. there's one bit he was talking about like just being black, and not to give the bit away because I want you to watch it. <laughs> but he's like. You know, you know, I'm black, but I'm also Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle yeah. <laughs> and that's so real because so, yeah. it's like a lot of, a lot of black people who, well, not, let me not say a lot, but certain black people who have gotten famous, gotten rich, kind of forgot who, or they, are. who they are or what they come from or, yeah. or the struggles associated Definitely. with their blackness because they don't feel it anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, they're rich. And so all of a sudden they a think they, they don't identify with that. Yeah, where yeah. they it's like all of a sudden they can't see where where you're coming from. Mm-mm. All of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? They feel so far removed, and that's just you know forgetting where you came from. Yeah, but all in all, when you get a chance, if you don't have Netflix, borrow, borrow your cousin's Netflix. Check it out. Check it out. Uh, I think the first one's called Age of Spin. Yeah, Age and of the, spin, second the second one is called one. Deep in the Heart of Texas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're both, both worth it. It's like he never left. Yeah. He'll be cracking up the He's, whole It's time. like he never left. So, I mean, check him out. You'll definitely enjoy him. I mean, yeah. you can tell we did. So. Yeah. Indeed. Salute, Dave Chappelle. Salute, salute. But to segue into something that's never left, Ooh. a staple. Oh. I heard I got a new top five. 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 And this one is another music top five. Hip hop. Oh, before I continue, all the thoughts and... Uh, ideas held in. Oh, I'm glad you Mr. know. Mr. Dramatics top five are only solely held by Mr. Dramatics. Solely. Active word. Viewer right discretion there, is advised. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for saying it so we didn't have to. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go ahead and do top five rapper ad libs. Hey. 
Yes. Ad libs. And you know what an ad lib is. Hmm? I don't have to explain it. Bow. Please explain for the people out there. All right. For instance, uh, Mr. Black Side just said bow. Anytime you listen to a Waka Flocka song, he says a line of something, something, something. Bow, bow. Is that, that something he says right off the line mm-hmm. between the, the the current line and the next line? That's what the ad lib is. French right. Montana's ha. <laughs> Rick and, Ross. Huh? Yeah. Any rapper. Ah, ah, mm-hmm. ah. I guess any word or onomatopoeia <laughs> that you hear, you know, in in the background of the beat and the lyrics, that's that's what's called an ad lib. To add on, effect, on, on, on word. it adds effect to your lyrics. You know what I'm Character. saying? What it does, it adds a lib. lib. Hence why they call it ad lib. Yeah. I don't know. I bet I'm you just can't talking. spell onomatopoeia. And that was some knowledge for your dumb ass. You know I can't spell <laughs> 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 so I can't spell. But let's start at number five. Onomatopoeia. Y- y'all, like, y'all might not like me for number five. Uh-oh. Jeezy. No, Jeezy's <laughs> number five? <laughs> wow. Jeezy, exactly. He had to chill <laughs> in the... <laughs> Word. Let's get it. Yeah. 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 Oh. That's see, like you the see, man. everybody yeah. just naturally recognized it, mm. like Jeezy. And then what? And then what? <laughs> I'm gonna stack my. And this new one, it's all there. <laughs> it's all. It's, it's like these niggas just though, take man. like yeah. regular phrases and turn. It's all there. Like, <laughs> you know how many mobsters movies I've heard that in? You call them money. It's all there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? First of all, you don't know Jeezy just dropped a hot line until he laughs. <laughs> that skip back 10 seconds yeah, I remember, I, no, Put I remember, that fine scrubbing <laughs> I remember way back in the day All we did was no, We called the Jeezy lyrics religiously Oh yeah, uh, most definitely Um Who else you got I, on that? And, and, uh, his, his song Go Crazy uh, yeah, he was. That was Ad Lib City Yeah Word But um And before Before Trump's inauguration We, we had to do it like Officially mm. For the last time My, my president, president is black, black. My Lambo's blue. And I'll be goddamned if my rims ain't too. <laughs> Poetry in motion. Poetry in motion. And you see how the ad-libs add that little bit of flavor to the lines. I'm not uh-huh. sure if you use those exact ad-libs in that exact song. Word. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you get my point. Get hey, right. but shout out Jeezy, a.k.a. Jizzle, a.k.a. Mr. 17.5. Uh-huh. Well, Number Snowman. four. <laughs> More recent rapper, Chance the Rapper. Number four? Just wait till three and two come, dog. <laughs> Chance, you know, he has a ah. They has a nin 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 Oh, see, there you go. He right. said it all through it his was, project. It, was, it wasn't as evolved yet, but it was intense. Yeah, it, it feels it like he tested like it ah! out. <laughs> <laughs> now it's oh, like a ah! <laughs> um, kind of like um, what was that first one? <laughs> I ain't gonna do it again. <laughs> <laughs> kind of <laughs> like Steve on um American Dad uh, yeah. when he had the drink. Uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> but that's Chance the Rapper number um number four. For those of y'all who don't know, that was about 10 seconds into American Dad Season 9 episode. I don't know. <laughs> You're probably, like, halfway accurate. And number three on my top five, it's a tie between Rick Ross oh. and Jadakiss. Oh. What? <laughs> Why? All right, come on. Like, after this list finished, I'm going to have a lot of honorable J- mentions. J- but like I said, this is my personal own personal top five. Okay. Care about your personal. Jadakiss, mm. shut up. <laughs> Jadakiss is lyrical. 
He can spit yeah, yeah, from yeah. front to back A to Z. But for the people that don't really listen to the raps and listen to the lyrics, they know him from the, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They hear yeah. that as, oh, that's a nigga from the locks. That's a nigga from the Rough Riders. You know what I'm saying? That's his, mm-hmm. that's his calling card. Same thing with Ross. If he, like Ross can actually spit, but if he didn't know he could spit, you know him from the whoop and the whoop. Boss. Bounce, <laughs> and that's not B O S S. It's B A W S E. Yeah, bounce. But 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 Ross has a couple though. Rose, Rose, like he has he has more. He he. Rose. Oh yeah, and he also yeah. Whoa. Yeah, well, it's, sure that's not that sounded like Lil Wayne. Yeah, no, no, no. I've heard I heard Ross say yeah. Um, you ever heard Roke Hill? Yeah. With him, uh, Gunplay, and um, what's the other nigga in uh Triple C's? Him, Gunplay, and um, nigga from New York. There is another nigga in Triple C's. Yeah, yeah I forgot yeah. his name. He 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 he, he slipped in a couple. Yeah, um, ad libs in there, and 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 newly added. Mm. <laughs> that's just him enjoying Wingstop. Yeah, that's like my peppers. But yeah, that's number three. Um, it's a tie between Ricky Rose and Jada Kiss. Number two, Numero Dos, Sean Price, and it's simple. <laughs> That's all he does. I was waiting for he you. He does it. He does it at the beginning of verses, in the middle of verses, at the end of verses, and it stays the same. And, and it and it's and it's not you know it's not like you know anything intricate. His name is Sean Price. The word Price starts with the letter P. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's all it is. But the reason I put him in it because he's a dope artist. So he'll spit a dope ass line or a dope ass verse. And he's your favorite at the end. artist. You know what I'm saying? And may he rest in peace. Rest in peace, Sean Price. Number right, one. And number one, let me get a drum roll. Uno. Drum, drum, Number drum. one is one y'all always forget. It always slips by. Push a T. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That is the most unique yeah. ad lib I can think of, personally. Everybody else has something. All right, let's say Travis Scott, for instance. His ad libs are phrases. Straight up, it's lit. You know what I'm saying? But it's dope, though. They're dope. The way he blends it in is dope, but it's it's not as unique. Push your teeth is finished. Yuck. You know what I'm saying? Is he disgusting with the world? <laughs> he just spit a dope-ass verse. He's like, damn, that shit was nasty. Yuck. He just spit a loogie out of his mouth? He spit a loogie in the, in the studio. It's a studio full of saliva. I don't know. Man, 15 years later, we still don't know what one half of the clip's ad-lib means. <laughs> yeah, for real. But it's dope, though. Anytime he spits a verse, um... Da, 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 da. Yeah. And they know it's me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you hear it. Yeah, and, and they, they know, know it's me. Yo, what song that's... is that from again? Oh, man. I forgot, but I know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. And he's, he that even that does it in freestyles because I think it was on Hot 97. He spit a freestyle and he, hit, and he let out the meat, like a tooth almost popped out his mouth. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Like that shit came from the back of his throat. Yeah. <laughs> you know no, what I'm I saying? actually agree with you. Yeah. I actually Number agree one. with you. But Number see, one. once again, it's personal. It is. It is. Because a lot of people listen to this podcast, not only do they not listen to Sean Price, they don't even know who he is. I told my homeboy, yo, you listen to Sean Price? Who? Who, who the, the football player? No. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody legitimately said that. <laughs> they didn't know he was a rapper. He was a football player. The famous badminton player? <laughs> player? Is there a football player named Sean Price? Hold on, I'm going to Google You mean the world famous badminton player? The world's most famous uh, badminton player. His his name is Benedict Cumberbatch. (laughs) (laughs) That's an actor. (laughs) You got Benedict 
Benedict Cumberbatch. For those of y'all who don't know, he's the bad guy who fucks everyone up in one of them Star Trek movies. But uh, and he's also Doctor Strange. And he's also Doctor Strange. Yeah. And he's also the dragon in Lord of the, in um. Yes. Yeah. And, um. Smog. Um. The yes, he is Smog. No, either way, this nigga's actually a badass, regardless of what his name sounds yeah. like. <laughs> and now, and okay. ladies and gentlemen, that was another TPSG. Can't do an episode without but it. But I want to go around the table. Give me some of some of y'all favorite uh ad libs. Mr. Boumaye. Oh man, I I don't know how you made that list without including. Oh, what's your number one? Hmm. Just, just give me one, one off the top. Well, well, who are you? Who somebody you? I yeah, didn't you? mention. Who oh, are you? Someone you didn't mention, Chief yeah. Keith, bro. Oh, wow. bang, 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 <laughs> no, <Nah>. bang, bang, <laughs> nah. And it's nah. simple, bang, bang. <laughs> somebody you also miss, whose half their song is ad libs. Yeah, walk a flock of flame. Bow, 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 bow. bow. If, 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 if it's anyone who's made an art form out of the ad lib. It's Waka Flocka. All right. Yeah, no, got... Waka Flocka, he's had, like, his ad-libs would pop before his verse pops. Yeah. Where? Yeah. Every time, every time I hear Waka Flocka say, bow, 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 I almost feel the bullets hitting my chest. <laughs> <laughs> I got one ad-lib person as Who's my that? number one, and that is motherfucking Buster Rhymes. Oh, I respect to the OG. Woo, that wow, man absolutely. has about 2,000 ad-libs that yeah. are consistent throughout his career. Give or take. All right? <laughs> that man can give a whoo and a ha in yeah. every song at least yeah. 500 times. Mm. And you will love every single one of them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, like, it don't stop. But it's like he goes in the booth, records a song. Comes out, says whatever, goes back in the booth to record the ad lib separately. Yeah, and has like a shadow fight. With him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This nigga goes in there and says, "All right, um, just run the beat." You go in there and do straight ad libs, and then you're like, "All right, now I'm gonna write my verse." <laughs> but but you, another, I do want him. Oh. He he steps in the studio and he was like, "All right." While I'm in here, just have a bunch of ninjas attack me. <laughs> <laughs> <And> record... <laughs> I'm going to show off my ninjas. <laughs> and record me while I'm doing my karate. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, however it come out, it's going to come out. <laughs> and then like, like, take the microphone to him and shit. <laughs> and then he always has that different laugh. Like one of the songs where he's uh, called Do My Thing. He said, all of you Watch niggas me make me laugh. Ah, ha, ha, ha. And I know that shit wasn't distorted. Oh, what about... <laughs> I know um, that was all natural. <laughs> what about... um? Oh, what's, wow, I can't believe I'm forgetting the song. And it's one of our, one of the favorite joints. Um, Put your hands on my Everything remains see? raw. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what about the... Ah, ah, that laugh. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that man got like 10 million... <laughs> yeah. He got like 10 million different laughs. He got to sound like Skeeter from Doug. <laughs> <laughs> but and I, I want to say an honorable mention if I could. Mm-hmm. I don't even listen to this rapper that much, but um, Joel Ortiz, Yawa, Yawa, that, that yeah, yeah, yeah. is very unique. Very unique. I've never heard anyone. I mean, aside from Jada Kisses, which I'm still mad that you tied Jada Kisses to somebody. But what about this boy? I'm on French Montana. That's yeah. consistent. It's consistent and, he, and it's well known. Not only that, um, if you remember Stay Scheming, he did it at the end of every single live mm. of Stay Scheming. Yeah, he did. Yeah. That's a staple. Go back and listen to it. I bet you'll find it. It's because we, so, we were paying so much attention to uh, Drake's verse and then shooting in the gym. 
by Rick Ross. I mean, it's yeah, just... Yeah, and Common and yada, yada. But yeah, that's a whole nother verse. Word. That's a whole nother podcast. Another anyway, group, sorry, group of rappers were... I'm not really a big fan of them, but I have to hand it to their ad-libs. <laughs> and that's Migos. <laughs> I knew it. I knew you were going to say Migos. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They're uh, all right, but they... Uh, you got to give credit where credit is due. They made like, damn good ad libs. Like I'll their their ad libs would be the last word of a vo- uh, last word or the like the second last word of a verse. Mama told me. Mama. So work work work. But let and and let's let's let it be known that Sir Black Stallion is the closest thing to what you call a hip hop purist. So for him to even give Migos props right now, yeah, is a big step. Yeah. yeah, congratulations. I never thought I'd hear the day. Congratulations. Everybody clap it up for Black Side. <laughs> Last time I said Migos, this man turned a screw face. Yeah. <laughs> like he just took a shot at Jack. He's like, Do you listen to that new Migos? What, nigga? <laughs> you just cursing me? <laughs> but that was, that was Mr. Dramatic's top five rapper ad libs. Number five, Jeezy. Yeah. Uh, number four, Chance the Rapper. Ah. Uh, top for number three, Rick Ross. Woo. Jada Kiss. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. no, no, no. You got to do it right. <laughs> Uh oh, <laughs> that was ten times better. Yeah. I feel ashamed. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta. Uh, number two, Sean Price. Jay- Jadakus always sounds like he has phlegm. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah, you gotta need some halls or some recola. Yeah. And uh, number two, Sean Price. <laughs> and number one, Pusha T. Yeah. But um, you know we gotta pay these bills. We gotta pay off these lawyers so they can um, you know, keep me out of shrimp jail. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go to the break, but you know the drill. Smoke a spliff, take a shot, rub a booty, make, make sure it's fat. fat and it's soft. Get a grip in there, you know what I'm saying? Word. We'll be back in a Get couple seconds. Decrease. Decrease. You're not decreasing. You're not decreasing. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, y'all? It's your boy David Bomai with another wild ass tangent. And it's actually a rather important one. So I wanted to ask you to check us out on who-designs.com backslash TPSG. That is who, H-O-O-designs.com backslash TPSG. For all our Apple users, you can look for us on the podcast app. And as well as all our Android users, you can check us out on the Stitcher app. Everything else in between, we are available on SoundCloud. Look for us on IG, Facebook, all that other stuff. Um, Very, very important. If you guys could like, share, and subscribe too. So this is your boy David Bomaye with another Wild Ass Tangent. Take it easy. And we're back. Bike, bike. And um, discussion we want to have today, because um, within my profession, <laughs> that's um, French for profession, um, <laughs> I, I, get, I, <laughs> I get to interact with the kids, you know what I'm saying, see what fit their brain. And a lot of them, I realize, want to be professional athletes. Mm, okay. Nothing and, wrong with that. You know, no, nothing, I, absolutely nothing. nothing wrong with that. But I feel like, you know, a lot of them don't really know one, like the ins and outs behind it, mm-hmm. you know, what it takes to get there, and two, what it really means to be a professional athlete. Because a lot of people say, like, you know, and I hear the argument a lot, um, people even use, use it to defend, like, uh, to say that, oh, black people have money now. Oh, God. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. oh, what are you guys complaining about? Look at all these professional athletes, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, what I tell these kids, I'm like, look, 
yeah, they're making millions of dollars, but the average career, especially in the NFL, is what, three, four years? Four or five the, now. The, the few hundred people making all this money out of millions Man, of people yeah, in the country Word. and like, you uh, talking and about black people making money no it's because you see it on tv you idiot you look at it that's on. not called an nfl team has a 53 no, man kids. roster no not kids i'm talking about these grown-ass people that yeah. would call idiots yeah no <laughs> those people are like what are you talking about mm-hmm. athletes make so much money i'm like bro you know first of all, what percentage of the population like a lot are? of those contracts are backloaded they don't know that or yeah and like what what um what they don't realize is like when you when people have businesses and they hire employees like the employee you in order for you to make profit you pay the employee a fraction of what you make in the business exactly so it's the same way the NFL mm-hmm. do you pay because they're it, it, they're essentially employees because mm-hmm. you know. It's it's a job. Yeah, they get know? paid mm-hmm. to play a game. Yeah, mm-hmm. they get paid to play a game. You it know, just happen to be televised. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so if the NFL can pay them millions of dollars for a year, imagine what they're making. Oh exactly. boy. And it's not just the owners. There's just like it's not like the players make money off the TV deals. Word. Nope. Word. They gotta that's, get their own separate know, thing. Word. There's, that one there's a whole chain of command. You know, on the executive level. You know, above the, the 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 athlete that makes that makes more money, you know what I'm saying. So, and even when I say more money, I d- it doesn't even have to be like immediately. Cause say you're you're a, a, a NFL agent, right? And you make like a million dollars for the year, which is not far fetched. Trust me, uh, it's not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, especially if you're a good agent, you got more than one client. Exactly. Drew Rosenhaus. Exactly. You know, you may not be making a. You may not have the ten million dollar contract. You may not have the twenty million dollar tr- contract. But you're doing this for twenty, thirty years. Yep. Yeah. As opposed to somebody doing it for four. So throughout the course of a career, you're gonna make more money than the uh, than most NFL players. Yep. Or, I mean, speaking of NFL specifically. It's not like other leagues where they get paid before they actually play. They get paid on the back end. So yep. after they put their body through hell on Sunday or Monday night or whatever, that's when they get that paycheck. Mm. So for whatever reason, they get hurt at the beginning of the game. Guess guess what? They ain't really getting paid for that game. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and um, I don't know if you know, the NFL has the least uh, amount of guaranteed money from any major sport. Baseball has the most, mm. and I think basketball is second, right? I think so. And it's just like you said, like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna give him this rookie. We're gonna draft him first round, give him this rookie contract, see if he can take this beating. All right, you good? You rush for a thousand yards three straight years. Okay, now it's time to pay you. Take this you, beating for three years. Three not years. Just, not even just take this three four years. You know what yeah. I mean? Not yeah. even just take this beating right now. And they want you to be a starter. They want you to pay sixteen games at least fourteen. Let's say you have a great season, let you take two games off because you're already in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Let you take. 14 games of beatings. You taking a running back. You touching the ball at the least 30 times a game. You rushing 20 times, getting 10 caps. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then he's like, all right, he can take the beating, now nah, pay him. But you have a beat-up product that you paying, and then you want to get upset when, out of nowhere, he tears his ACL. Like, this, this man was taking a beating for three straight years. His young body, like, understand he may be conditioned, and you know what I'm saying? But that's still a beanie. Stay. He's, every time he's touched the ball – Every there's eleven people on the other side that don't want to take his Why head off. Kill him. You know what I'm saying? So plus the beating he was taking all throughout college. Yes. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? But it's like 
<laughs> we heard a rustling in the bushes. We almost, we almost took off and ran. Yeah. You know these That's locations ain't the most run. secure. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah anyway. but like people, and, and, and it's like the, the NFL culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially, it, I, they 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 want you they want you to be that good old boy. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They I don't so. oh my. they don't they don't want you to to have any type of personality or anything. And it's uh, honestly with the NFL, it's the least amount of power I I see out mm-hmm. of any professional sport. Mm-hmm. Cuz I know like for example, say in soccer, right? Um, in the Premier League, any of, any of those leagues, when when they have the transfer market, you could buy and sell players. Say if your team wants to sell you to another to another team, and you don't want to go, you could say no. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you're like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? You could be like, no, I don't want to leave the team. I'm da da da. No. Mm. The, in, uh, you don't have no say. They want you to act a certain way. They want mm. you to be a certain way. Um, all the time, and I feel like that's not fair. Let people be themselves. No, it's not, and that brings up my point, that you got to understand a lot of these, not just football players, but a lot of these uh, uh, athletes are more than just athletes. They're philanthropists. Mm -hmm. They work in the community. Scholars. They're scholars. They have charities. Let's take, I have a couple examples. Let's Let's take Colin Kaepernick, for instance. He did his thing, and I respect him for where he's where he kneeled during the national anthem. Not because he said "f America," he just wanted to bring awareness to what was going on in America—the police brutality and the, you know, the um the mistreatment of black people. Mm. And people were like, "Oh, he didn't stand by what he said." No, no, no. This man—he's he opened up. I think it's in Oakland. He opened up like a boys and girls club in Oakland. Mm. Um, when he first got his contract, he did what any young athlete not just black athlete young athlete does he went and bought frivolous stuff like shoes clothes and i just found out the other day he donated his entire shoe collection to a boys and girls club wow. now he's over here dropping care packages dropping food to somalia mm. wow you know what i'm saying but and, and the thing with that um they just want these nfl players to throw catch run tackle punt kick whatever mm. they don't want you to do nothing else and if you do anything else they want to try to they want to try to, um, you know, knock you down and say bad things about you, you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. how could you how could you say something bad about somebody that's doing something good? It's not like he's saying he it's it, like it's so frustrating. That's why it's hard for me to get it out. But he's doing good and they're trying they're trying to downplay what he's doing. Mm. He's doing more right now than I know any black athlete has done in recent years. But I don't know that for sure because a lot of athletes like to keep stuff private. Mm-hmm. I donate, but don't tell anybody. Word. You know okay. what I'm saying? Um, I mean, it, you're exactly right. Yeah. Uh, I, I've read articles and I've read instances of, for instance, uh, other NFL players. They're they have other interests. Like, yeah, they're still they're performing well. They're doing what they need to do on their field on the field. Mm-hmm. But say, for instance, they they happen to be a scholar, or they happen to they really like philosophy or something. I've I've heard of NFL GMs and yeah. uh, and coaches bad mouthing them, saying they're not a hundred percent about football. So what is it? Yeah, they can run, catch, and do all this thing for you, but they can't be a complete person. They can't have other interests. They nope. Can't have they can't have other things that they want to aspire to do or aspire mm. to be. 
I mean, another example, Ricky Williams. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, although although he is in love with that fuzzy green tree, he just wanted to be. He just wanted to do. I don't know his yoga, study his yeah. medicine, and be. Right. Uh, yeah, he would run the ball. But mm-hmm. he just wanted to be at peace. He just wanted to chill at the end mm-hmm. of the day. And look what the NFL did to him. They gave him it's crazy amounts of flack for, for just wanting to be and, him. And just mm-hmm. and just touching on what um Dramatic said earlier with um with charities, a lot of a lot of people look to athletes and expect them to, well, you need to give back, you need to give back, you need yeah. to give back. Uh-huh. But they don't look to these NFL owners like, what about the NFL? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you expect these athletes to give a portion of their salary mm-hmm. that they're only making for only a certain amount of years. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's supposed to last them and their families for the rest of their lives. Plus, they got to take care of people because a lot, a lot of them coming from the hood to where, you mm-hmm. know, yep. most of their families don't have money at all. You know what yep. I'm saying? So they got to... They got to where they oh got they got to elevate their people. So you ex- you put so much pressure on these people to give back, but yet you don't like I don't feel I don't feel that pressure on the NFL in general. Well, it's the culture, man. We we don't put pressure, or people aren't putting pressure on the actual rich. Rather, mm-hmm. like you go to this little black boy, and 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 I'm saying it like that because that's how they looking at you when they watching TV, right? Like, oh, this little black boy came from the hood, he can run and. He's he doing catch. this, and he's so amazing, and I can't believe he's wasting his his money on these things. And it's like, this is a person coming from a perspective completely different. They've never spent even half an hour in the neighborhoods these dudes come from. So why why Shit, do you think minutes. that you can um, determine what's best for this person? Mm-hmm. But um, at the same time, they're also thinking from the perspective of ignorance and also saying well yeah they come from nothing so this person's logic is i'm gonna help my people out yeah but the issue is you got a nigga that they don't know what nothing feels like so you don't know that when you get something you're just trying to enjoy it in that moment you're not even thinking about it and the and the fact that they know they they publicize how much these athletes are making that's another thing. Like they, I, you don't see that to work with the with the okay. owners and corporate. Oh, you don't yeah. you don't hear. That's why people. Say, oh, they're making all this money. Like, like look, what about people? People sign those checks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's somebody on. There's somebody signing those checks, making money on top of money on on the back of these athletes. Mm-hmm. So no matter, no matter who's running the ball, no matter who, no matter no matter who's healthy. Or whose knees busted, they're still gonna make their money. You know what I'm saying? Their family is straight. So think, think about it, y'all. There's no job in co- in corporate America, and yes, NFL, the NBA, MLB is corporate America. Mm-hmm. Ain't no job in corporate America where the employee is gonna make anything close to what their boss makes. Nowhere near. So think about that, y'all. And the crazy thing about that is that they want them to do the most. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, on top of it. Like, on, all right, you got to understand. Honestly, if every black athlete that stood for said, you know what, we're going to go on strike, the NBA, I would, I want to say the MLB, the NBA and NFL, the two most popular sports in the world right now, believe it or not, over soccer now. Yeah. It used in to be America. soccer, but now NFL and basketball are the two most popular sports. Really? No, no, really? I'm not making this up. You can look it up. 
See, as far I, as popularity, I, as far as popularity, I, goes, I, I sincerely doubt that. I, I don't believe that either. Yeah. Either way, I'm not that. making this up. Look it up. <laughs> Nobody but, watches the MLB, Brad. <laughs> but um, America, but we'll, we'll, we'll look that up. Yeah, but um, and you, no, you gotta understand. Um, NFL is purposely going to Europe, and not just NFL in general. Football, American football. But remember, there's Canadian football, there's NFL, mm. and then they take NFLs go NFL games to go to Europe. You know what I'm saying? They have yeah, yeah, but certain games in London. They, they play in Europe, but you know what I'm saying? They also have teams that's been around for hundreds of years. That You know what I mean? No, like, no, I agree with you, but I, I read some of right now. But like I said, I could be wrong. Hey, but nobody me, dies it, over an American football game. I disagree. No, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, like, in a stadium in front of everybody. Like, nobody dies from that. Like, yo, right, soccer smart. fans don't. Fucking play. No, man. I agree with that. As far as that aspect shit, goes, bro. I agree. Get killed, goalies get killed. Dog, yeah, that's just like real. Like, there's, <laughs> like there's a joke going around. Like some soccer goalies, if they fuck up, like let's say the, the game's tied one one. Oh, it's over for them. And they fuck up. They said they they won't even eat in that town that night. Yeah. Like nobody will serve them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because it's. But anyway, you back to my jumped. point. <laughs> or killed. Kill. <laughs> I'm joking. Though. Yeah, that Colombian soccer player, like the Colombian goalie, got killed, bro. That's crazy. I didn't even know that one. But there's um, so much tradition around it. People yeah. really hold on the field. Wow, and people really hold these traditions close to their hearts. Yeah, like, this is shit people live off of. Because that's all they have. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah, um, the field. But back back to the main point was that um, them being only athletes. Like, another example other than Kaepernick was um, Myron Rowe. Mm-hmm. He played at FSU. This man was a Rhodes Scholar. Oh, sorry, is a Rhodes Scholar. Now he's a neurosurgeon. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you got to understand, like, underst- like th- you got to understand, like, the NFL is a job. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you don't want to work that job you're currently at. I want to pursue my true passion. Yeah. And they don't, they don't see that. And like, no, you're going to sign that contract. You're going to tackle these people. You're going to score these touchdowns. You're going to shut up. Mm-hmm. And that's how they treat most of them, and it's unfortunate yeah. because they're they're more they're As much more than that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Word. They're way more than that. Some yeah. of these people, like there's a guy that plays for the Ravens. I think he plays like tackle or something. He, I think he's a a member of Mensa. He's a genius. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. The commercial with uh with they, JJ Watt. I know you. Yeah, about yeah, we have with the uh, headphones with the Bose headphones. Yeah, and there's another commercial where yeah, he went yeah. through like a chess tournament. You know what I'm saying? These athletes are way more than just you know, entertainers, you know what mm. I'm saying? And you got to, and you got to recognize them as that, you know what I'm saying? Like, like at the end of the day, they're humans. They're, they're humans with over the top athletic ability, but they're still humans. They still have other pursuits other than football. Or, mm. And they can't like, you know, the whole finding people for celebrating and stuff. Yeah. I, know, I feel, Come I feel on, like man. a lot of it is racial, man. Cause they wanna they wanna treat these these football players like slaves and just like you know they want the football players to fit white culture, yep. even mm-hmm. though most people play football are black. That don't make my any make sense. No sense. Cause when you watch football, it's all, all you see is just white culture. Yep. They they come in they play the rock music. They got mm-hmm. the girls and the they got the white girls with the cowboy boots on. Yeah, let me see some thick black cheerleaders twerking. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like white girls it's like you would have never had <laughs> you would have never had a running back breaking ankles if it wasn't for a black person. Word. Okay. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. You would never have nobody shaking people. Three white running backs. You can't. You cannot. And and sorry. One last thing. One last thing. If black athletes stood up and said, we're not playing these sports anymore, they would 
plummet with oh, a yeah. capital T. Oh yeah, plummet. It's like, <laughs> it's like the culture. Is, the culture is this. It's like okay, it's it's black people playing for white entertainment, mm-hmm. and you can tell it's all. It's like all. You, you see the advertisement. You know what I'm saying. You 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 watch you watch these amazing athletes and then they have a commercial for Miller Lite. Like, come on, <laughs> you know we don't drink Miller. Right. <laughs> it's just like for people. Oh, you're watching the game. Yeah, you know this is culture of you know watch football and drink beer and be fat and watch these black people tackle each other. Yeah, <laughs> I want to talk on something you said earlier um, about the fact that uh, I mean sports careers. I mean unless it's baseball. Aren't aren't too too long at all, especially in the NFL and mm-hmm. NBA. I mean, I know. I mean, the average, like you said, I think it was. You said five. I think it's eight for an average NFL player. It's lower depending on what position. On the you position, play. Yeah. yeah. Um, and not only that, your job is so volatile, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you can legit just you you can have you can have two or three bad games, and boom, that's it. You're you're out of a job. For Lord knows how many years. Yeah. And people and people justify it, yeah. like yeah. you you would have some fat dude on his couch, yelling at his screen saying so and so's a bum. Yeah, <laughs> and that's how they talk. Yeah, they talk and they shit. feel they feel justified. You're so now. disposable when you're an athlete to Word. people. Like Word. and that and that I guess that furthers the argument of just being listen, um a slave for entertainment. Word. Purposes, listen, but l- listen to uh, like, li- listen to a white man talk about sports. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it gets so and so's a bum. He can't yeah. he, he can't catch shit. You talking about a professional? You're talking about a professional athlete, and you just call that nigga a bum. Yeah, catch every, it. You every, can't put every, on the uniform. Everybody needs somebody. To talk shit about when they're not happy with their lives. Word. Oh, I wanted, I wanted to. Oh, I missed, I missed a point earlier. Like with the whole, with whole, it's a racial thing. Like you can't even celebrate in the NFL, but in, the, but in in hockey, them niggas could fade. Right? How crazy is that? How crazy is that? They said, okay, wait. For them to fade, everyone so, step aside. So you know what that is? Th- that's the culture. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, adhering to the athlete mm-hmm. so it's like, oh they like to fight so let's let them fight mm-hmm. so so while a nigga can't do the nene after mm-hmm. scoring a touchdown you know Celebrating, what I'm saying having fun Bruce and and, and, and Mark Chad. And Chad, Bruce <laughs> and Chad, Chad can, can fucking each other's faces. Can literally knock each other's teeth out yeah. legally Word. Not get in Station. trouble and then go sit in a timeout box like a child that for sh- about five minutes and then you get back to the game and you win the fucking Stanley Cup and all is well in white world. That that <laughs> shit is celebrated. There's people who would smile with a missing tooth and you oh he plays hockey. Word. It's celebrated. Word. It's interesting though. That's an interesting dynamic. But, but who kid got something to say? Yeah, uh who this is kid? your weekly who kid owl perch. Who kid? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I wanted to point out, uh if any of you know Andrew Bowen. Bogut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Andrew Bogut is a NBA bla- basketball player, and recently he got signed by the Cavs, and uh, he had gotten released by a team, got signed yeah, by the Cavs after hurt. two days, and in the first minute that he played basketball, he, uh, I think, had a... Uh, yeah, I think he tore his ACL like or his femur. Not his femur, no, sorry, his... Uh, his um, Tibia. What do you do? Tibia, Tibia, yeah. yeah. One of them. In the first minute after he got, that was his first game, first minute, Damn. and right then and there. Now, I don't know exactly how it works in the NBA, but, you know, he might get away with a little bit more money, but that's that's he the that's the consequences that you face. 
Speaking of uh, Mr. Yeah. Boumaier's two to three year career, and Bogut actually, I want to point out early on when he was on the Bucks, had a really nasty injury because I used to watch him, and he was a very aggressive player, and he mm -hmm. broke his arm in such a weird way at the elbow, and after that he was never the same again. Yeah. And that's something that once his NBA career is over, he still has to deal with. Yes. Mm. Oh, and um, that, that's a mm. um, who kid? That's a that's a big um. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying this. I'm I'm, I'm giving it back to Boumaier. That's a good thing to bring up. A lot more than I can count on my hands and feet, NFL players are dealing with CTE. Oh god. Yeah. From concussions. And they're just mm -hmm. coming out every day. What is CTE oh, for the people out there? Um CTE know. is like a is like a brain disease. Ain't that uh Gigi's record label? <laughs> corporate thug entertainment. <laughs> yeah, that, that ain't corporate. But, uh, he ain't make a but song CTE about that. is like a brain disease. You get too many. Like a, a concussion, from what I know, is when you get hit and your brain taps your skull. Mm, your brain moves around. Inside yeah, your brain. Skull. Your yeah, brain moves around. around. CTE is chronic traumatic encephalopathy. Encephalopathy. I'm sorry. Encephalopathy. Yeah, good. That's all I got. Encephalopathy. There's a there's a there's a documentary where they interview players. Popular, like they won Super Bowls. They won MVPs. They're loved by fans. And they have CTE. They'll be in the middle of the interview like, damn, what was I saying? Mm. Damn, sorry. Give me a minute to gather my thoughts. And these niggas are young. Mm -hmm. They're like 30, 30s. 30. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo. And, like, and they don't give two fucks about them after that. The, the NFL the, don't give two fucks No, that's what I'm saying. Sorry. <laughs> let me rephrase. The NFL doesn't give two fucks about them after to that. Tell you, they, ser they service them and then that's it. To serve your purpose. To show, exactly, serve your purpose. Look how America treats its veterans. Ugh. To show, yeah, yeah. to show you how 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 much the um the NFL are roaches, um when when the research was coming out for concussions and what it could do to athletes, the the NFL wanted to cover that up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. They they made a they made a movie about it. You know, and and Will Smith. Is Shout out it. Will Smith. Shout out Will Smith. Concussion. Fresh Prince. You know what I'm saying? Like they they wanted to cover it up because they didn't want their their, their sport to do in those. Their so brand. Like, they didn't want to tarnish the brand exactly. because that's what's more important. Exactly. Not the health of the people that make you build this brand. Where? Your brand. Where? They don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck about it. Two them, fucks. They uh, ran out of fucks. The fucks bank account is overdrawn. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, I think what we're what we're getting at is, I mean, since you brought it up with the kids, there, there's a lot more to aspire to. Sure, if you if you're talented physically, if, if basketball or football is your sport, go for it. But at the end of the day, that's not all you can aspire. It should to. be you can be an owner of a team. You mm. can be the one who's really calling the shots and making the money and pulling the strings or whatnot. You don't have to just aspire. Aspire. <laughs> to to catch the ball or run the ball. Shit, expired too. Word. Yeah, at the so, end of your career. Word. And the thing is, <laughs> that's kind of dark, but the truth you know, is the truth. Bit. And the, and the thing is, kids know your worth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Whenever you go into a situation, you need to understand that they need you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. More much, than you need. If they're offering much. you one million, oh. they gonna make fifty million off you. Nigga. Exactly. Word. And this is period. and this is the carry into any career. You know what I'm saying? Don't let people. Walk over you just because yeah. they fe you feel like you know you need them for a paycheck. Yeah. They need you as well. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying don't settle Understand. for no. You don't owe them anything for handling your end of the contract. Absolutely. You literally are required to do what you're required to do, and that's it. Word. That's it. Extra. And that's what that's what I, that what that's what annoys me with sir with a lot of fans mm -hmm. of of professional sports because they always act like. Athletes owe them. They have a sense oh. of ownership over them. For yeah, sure. yeah, they do. Like they feel like athletes owe them something. Like you know, oh, why is 
LeBron can't say that or LeBron, you know what I'm saying, or so-and-so can't. Why are they complaining? It's like, no, these are people, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, you know, you can't just, oh, why, why does so-and-so want more money? They're greedy. It's like, you have to understand, they're yeah, only making this money for a very short period of the time, mm -hmm. and they need to leave a legacy for their family. And you don't they know trying to solidify the rest of their life. Well, like you're looking at contracts. We talking about managers, fee, which, whatever percentage you paying your managers, uh -huh. what, uh, what, and then your taxes. Of course, well, taxes first, first of all, because that goes out, and you know they tax the motherfucking money out the ass. All them ten And then 15%. you pay your managers and whatever other fees we don't know about as regular people. So. <laughs> Your manager, your publicist, mm -hmm. your, I don't know, your stylist, whoever you else have you got a stylist, exactly. You got to take care of all the people, too. Word. And all these people you know about that, you know, make so much off endor endorsements and stuff, we got to realize that that's, that's not a majority. You know what I mean? Like, people, pe people really, like, you have to understand, like, you have, like, five to six years to make the majority of the money you're gonna make for your life. Now that so, person's gonna get a lifetime contract so from Nike. Word. Exactly. So when people when people get mad of a, at an athlete for leaving one team and go to another team for ten million dollars more, like, oh, they're they don't they're not loyal. Da, da, da. I'm like, the who the fuck thing. said anything about loyalty? Loyal, loyal. Bro, you would trade me in an instant. Word. <laughs> what do you no. mean? I'm talking about loyal, nigga. If you work at Champs, you you would take a job at Foot Locker if they paid you an extra dollar <laughs> an hour. So don't talk to me, but don't talk to no athlete about no loyalty. Uh, are you I crazy? Do, I do kind of see what the fans are saying, but at the same point in time, they re they have to realize that these aren't products. The people on the field are products. They're exactly. people at the same time. Mm. So yeah, the fans do technically. They're the ones that buy the tickets, buy your jerseys, buy the concessions. They do technically make up your paycheck. Mm. But at the same point in time. If you're in the bathroom and you don't want to fucking take a picture because you're in the bathroom or you're at a meal. Mm. The other day, we ran into mm. Ezekiel Elliott. We went to brunch the other day. We were chilling. Ezekiel Elliott was at the table right Shout out Cowboys him. Nation. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, I knew you would enjoy that. I'm going to hashtag it when we post it. You would? <laughs> yeah, I bet Hell you yeah, nigga, though. No <laughs> but um, Ezekiel Elliott, no more than 20 feet behind me, mm. right there on the other side of the glass. A few of the girls in our group wanted to go get a, a, a autograph or a picture. They were walking up. I told them from the jump, probably not a good time. He's about to eat. He's about to enjoy a meal. They're mm -hmm. walking up. His bodyguard says no. They walked <laughs> up to perfect. him while he trying oh, to no, eat. No. Before they even got to him, Come the bodyguard on. caught eyes with him said, yeah, because he's perfect. Well, no, I mean, once again, once again, there's nothing wrong with wanting, getting a, wanting no, to get course. an autograph. But of you got to understand. While they're eating, that's probably not the best time. You know what I mean? They, you got to understand that they're people who want to who want the same things that you want. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. So, right. Nah, real shit. But um, all in all, you guys made some absolutely fantastic points. Really? I think so. Thank I you. thought we were bullshitting this whole time. Really? All right, if you was bullshitting, you was bullshitting. I make good points. <laughs> <laughs> nah, let me stop. What's happening? <laughs> what's happening? Dor uh, Bitch, what's happening? So dramatic over there congratulating us on, mm. on our yeah. good points. But, um, yeah. But this has been another episode of your favorite Squadcast. Your favorite. Hashtag TPSG for the MIA, yo, the physics study group. <laughs> and I want y'all to do me a favor. We have a little email, squadcast88 at gmail.com. Huh. And you should send us suggestions, send us questions, send Holl us topics we could talk about. Just and genuinely just holler at us, man. Yeah, genuinely just holler at us. You know what I'm saying? You want to be a guest, you want us, you have a topic, you want us to talk about, holler at us. And, you know, we're willing to talk about it. You know bang, what I'm bang. saying? Bang, bang. Obla. Obla. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. Bang, bang.
who's over here showing? Uh, who's over here showing us some? E- e- oh, e- somebody e- that said this on Twitter. Intriguing title makes me want to listen just to see where I go on. Wow. Yo, wow. yo, yo! Yeah. Shout out, um, Fire zero eight zero seven FYA. So F I Y A zero eight zero seven. Shout out to you. That's too difficult. Right. Fire. But we 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 <laughs> appreciate all the love, man. So, all of y'all, man. So all follow us on all social um networks. Um, if you want to just if you want to no, no, contact no, slow us, down. Well, us Google us. You Google the Physics Study Group, and you are gonna find us on one, two, and maybe three, four, five, six, two. Right. But, um, and <laughs> also don't forget the website who-designs.com. That's h-o-o-designs.com. Slash. And you could back backslash t-p-s-g. But if you just go to who who dash design. Oh, sorry, that's a forward slash. That backslash. Or forward slash. So reverse that backslash. Turn that bitch into a forward cool, slash. Though. And then you might find out we in forward motion to the shabby. 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 But in all seriousness, and if you want to check out some other cool shit, just go to who dash designs.com. You might find something interesting on there. Word. And, you know, if you. And also, the Instagram. Our Instagram needs some love. That's a physics study group with no vowels except for the UN study. And our Twitter. Physics study group with all the vowels removed. So it's like physics study group. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's but real talk. The, um, hit the email squadcast, S Q U A D C A S T, the number eight, the number eight, at gmail.com. Hit us about anything. Anything. If we you want to. Appreciate all feedback. Word. If you want to ask a question, if you, if you just want to show some love, just hey, just hit us up. You know what I'm saying? If you want to talk about how sexy Sir Black sounded the third sounds, that's fine. <laughs> but any, you know, <laughs> <laughs> if we want to talk about ending this episode so this nigga don't put his foot in his mouth. <laughs> Word. Yeah, let's, let's stop talking before I, I talk to Oh, you some need shit. some shrimp or lobster recipes. I like craw daddy. He wasn't locked up in North Carolina for nothing. For nothing. He did learn a few things up there. A few things. And, and as we get ready to find out a new location, we're going to ask y'all to go ahead and like, subscribe, check us out on all those outlets we talking about. Definitely. And, and, and definitely, this is your boy, Shabby Ranks, a.k.a. Wade Bixby, a.k.a. Black Dynamite, handing it off to my nigga. And this is yo nigga. <laughs> and I double G-A. Flocka Zulu, a.k.a. Sir Black Stallion the third. And it's your boy, David Bomay, a.k.a. Chico. Fantastico, that fantastic Chico. Holla at me. I'll see y'all next time. And this is your boy, Dramatic, a.k.a. Wave Chappelle. A.K.A. Loud Pack Chopra, and A.K.A. Crow Daddy. <laughs> hey, all right, and one one time for the original Foul Owl. <laughs> <laughs> Foul Owl, I like it. Who kid? Hey, we'll catch y'all next week, man. Y'all stay blessed. Peace. 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 I'm out this bitch. Peace. Got warrants. <laughs> I got warrants. <laughs>